bitch is bad and bullshit. Welcome to the Bad and Bitchy Podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Erica. And it's misogynist of the week time, Erica. It's like my favorite time of the week. Yeah, because we have a special one today. This one's going to be quite fun, although I do find all of them fun. A little depressing, but also very fun. Yeah, and it's not actually Alex Trebek. <laughs> which was the one you had suggested initially yeah because this one was i was gonna use this one as my rent and receipts and then you're like and then you put it on for misogynist of the week i'm like damn it i gotta look for another one <laughs> yeah anyway um our misogynist of the week is <laughs> journalist eddie scary which i'm sorry for your name um who is a reporter with the Washington Examiner. I use the word journal. You should use the word journalist in quotations. I mean, he does journalism work for a publication that doesn't make him an actual journalist. <laughs> like, come on, this guy. Anyways, so if you don't know who this guy is, he tweeted earlier this week, um, a photo of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez walking down the halls of Congress uh, because her and all of the other new um, Congress people and senators were in Washington this week for basically Congress class. They learned, they got an orientation, um, et cetera. And so she was there. They had a whole bunch of events. And he tweeted out this photo of her walking down a hallway wearing a pea coat and holding a jacket, had a purse and some other stuff in her hands and her hair was in her bun. And he tweets this photo and says, Hill staffers sent me this pic of Ocasio-Cortez they took just now. I'll tell you something, that jacket and coat don't look like a girl who struggles. Which set off Twitter like almost un- like anything I've ever seen before. It instantly became a meme People were tweeting out pictures of other things, other fictional characters, other real life characters dressed in ridiculous ways. One of them was a photo of, I don't know if you remember Erica, in Seinfeld, Kramer, there there was one point where he was walking down the street and he was wearing this like quote unquote pimp jacket. It was like made of wool and yarn and it was just like hanging. It was multicolored. And uh, someone tweeted that picture out and was like... I'll tell you something, that jacket and coat don't look like a girl struggle. <laughs> it was a great meme. And like, then Twitter really took it. People like yeah. quote tweeted it and were like, oh, sorry, she doesn't have her like stick with her handkerchief and like her clothing. Like, sorry, she affords clothes. Sorry, she's not wearing a barrel with some suspenders like all socialists. That's right. How did like and this is like... <laughs> So she's supposed to be in rags? Yeah, basically. Like, how do you know she didn't, like, go to Filene's basement? And, like, or, like, how do you know that coat's not from from Forever 21? Listen. Get the fuck out of here. Anything, if you main, keep good care of something, can look expensive. If you get something cheap or inexpensive tailored, it can look expensive. Um, also, she's from New York, and the number of one secondhand stores and two... 
uh, discounted designer items you can get. Yeah. Is very high. Yeah. Exactly. So even if, they, even if they are designer, which I, it, she had tweeted that they were like Zara or something. Yeah. Like I'm it doesn't sure mean that are. she didn't get them at a discounted rate. So anyway. Isn't that the point of fast fashion? <laughs> yeah. Is to look like you spent more on something that you than you did. Yeah. Like that's the fucking point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, um, Ocasio-Cortez quote tweeted it and she said, if I walked into Congress wearing a sack, they would laugh and take a picture of my backside. If I walk in with my best sail rack clothes, they'd laugh and take a picture of my backside. Dark hates light. And that's why you tune it out. Shine bright and keep it pushing. And she oh, just, I love, I love her. <sighs> Can we talk about her social media presence? I mean, it's great. I'm, I'm, I'm in love with her social media presence. Sure. Like her Twitter is killing her Instagram showed us all the entire week. And like, I love that she brings people in like, you know, she's been tweeting out photos of all the firsts that they're the squad that um, basically they're coming in to fuck shit up. And, you know, her Instagram stories take you through all the classes and the prep. It's really, really engaging. Mm -hmm. I just want to say that's how you use social media. So Ed Scary's tweet was just so reprehensible that he even lost the support of Mike Cernovich, who quote quote tweeted his awful tweet and said, delete this. I didn't get that, but whatever. I can't believe, like, when you lose Mike Cernovich, you like f- you're you're scraping the bottom. Of the <laughs> it's pretty awful. Yeah. Um. And then Twitter went for uh, Ed Scary's own tie in his profile picture, which is horrific. It's floral, and he quote tweeted someone and said, um, "I'm sorry, you don't get to mock a very fashionable tie." To which a guy I follow who used to work for GQ quote tweeted and said I used to work for GQ and let me tell you that tie is not fashionable (laughs) (laughs) Um, but uh, Ed Scary here this is not the first time he's posted photos of a woman without her knowledge Um, he regularly posts photos of one was a photo of a woman's feet which he said this otherwise cute woman has a horrific bunion on her feet. That's not a bunion. First of all, it wasn't a bunion. It was like a blood vessel on the top of her foot, which is not where a bunion is. Um, then he also posted photos of someone being like him saying like, oh, like Newt Gingrich has got his hand on his wife's ass and he's got a photo of it. Like, this- cool. I mean, that's his that's his wife. This guy is one me too away from catching a charge. Listen, this guy is like, very deeply problematic. Oh my gosh. Like he tweet he takes photos of if you go through his Twitter, he takes photos of women's backsides, of their legs, of of various body parts and tweets them out and makes comments. Like it's his his Twitter is deeply deeply problematic if somebody came out with a me too charge against i'd be like yeah guilty yeah like he it's it's intensely misogynistic it's intensely misogynistic but it's also like in like when 
we talk about women feeling afraid existing in society this is why yeah this is why we're we're worried to exist because we don't know who's recording us who's taking photos of us and posting them wherever and saying whatever they want um because we have no control over that and that's that's problematic you know we shouldn't have to worry about that exactly um but i do want to talk about how conservative critics are obsessed with talking about ocasio-cortez's clothes like i don't understand why like who cares well for one it's misogyny sure because um you know if it's it's about her value in a feminine space and as a woman in a masculine space so uh, for many men and women a woman's value in a traditional quote-unquote masculine space is to look good is to is to engage that mat that male gaze Mm. and so her the way she dresses being obviously uh rejecting that gaze as her sort of primary um commodity of power that women are encouraged to seek there's this like backlash to that so i feel like the way she dresses is um and and their sort of 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 you know mockery of the way she dresses is partially that it's also a class issue right sure um but it seems as though um eddie here sent a follow-up tweet to his initial tweet because he was getting ratioed on twitter (laughs) should we explain what so getting ratioed is basically like the internet telling that your tweet was shitty and it's where the volume of replies outnumbers the number of retweets by like a magnitude of many yeah yeah Basically, if you get more replies than retweets and likes. But like a significant margin. By a significant. Let's say more than a two to one margin. Sure. Or two to one and up, I guess. Um, it means your tweet was shit. Yeah. 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 And uh, so basically his, his updated tweet says, attention, I posted a tweet earlier suggesting the incoming congresswoman looked well put together, elegant even, despite suggestions she struggled. The t- tweet was taken as something else, so I've deleted it. Yeah. Listen. There was nothing else to interpret from your first tweet. Don't try to pretend that that was not the case and he's 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 going on like he deleted it because he's so upstanding and it's like no because your mentions went to shit i clicked into his mentions and they moved faster than my actual twitter (laughs) i was like holy fuck (laughs) um but even on this like half soft ass Ball's apology, you know, it got 3,817 likes at the p- time it was posted. And uh, it still has 
thir- over 13,000 replies. So even this was oh, ratioed. Oh, wow. That is deeply ratioed. Like, oh th- my God. This fucking guy. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, let's talk about class. Yeah. Uh, and her political views and her, um, I, I would call her, uh, more of a uh socialist democrat yeah that's what she de- identified that yeah democratic socialist or democratic socialist sorry um which is not like if you it's not a socialist okay it's not a socialist in the true term like come on but fox news and the right love to try to excoriate her um and I think they pick on her, one, because she's young, two, because she's a woman, three, because she's a woman of color. This is in no order, by the way. And four, because she comes from a working class background. And in her, like, if you've ever seen her um, first campaign ad, which is honestly mm. fucking moving, um, it's authentic, it's gritty, it's real, it's, um, it it just... It just and she calls herself a working class New New Yorker and an organizer. Two things. Oh, and an educator. So basically three things that everybody on the right hates. Education, organizing and working class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I like Vox had a really good um, like piece on this. Uh, saying that the real reason conservative critics love talking about her clothes is because they are worried about her policies. And um, basically, uh, the reference is what they're trying to say is that she represents herself as a political outsider and as someone who's struggling to make ends meet um, but really, she's just she's just like throwing the wool over everybody's eyes because she's really a capitalist like us. And she's she's just lying to everybody. And that's basically the message that they want to send. And especially since she was in Vogue, I believe it was. she mm-hmm. was in Vogue. She did a Vogue cover and they disparaged um, the outfit because she had on a designer outfit. Right. And. Black Manolo Blahniks, <laughs> which is just like, <laughs> which is just like complete ignorance as to how photo shoots work in any context. Yeah, like you don't bring your own fucking clothes to a photo shoot. I mean, some celebrities will be like, "Oh, like I'll wear like my shirt," because like the stylist likes it with whatever else they're letting you wear. Right, but like that's not common exactly like nobody keeps what they wear on a photo shoot like you have stylists that and and fat and assistants that pick out the clothes for you from their sort of stock of designer items yeah or they'll get the designer to like to personally donate something to the shoot because it's promotion for the designer like that's how the fucker that's how it works. Yeah. Nobody's keeping their clothes and then selling them on eBay. Like it doesn't <laughs> work that way. You know? And, like oh my gosh, the ignorance is real. And the other thing too is that she came out 
in the New York Times last week and talked about how she couldn't afford to rent mm-hmm. in D.C. and that she had to wait for her first congressional paycheck. I understand somebody offered her a place um, in D.C. Mm-hmm. since, but the idea that people can't afford things is something that I find that in our society is like, it's not acceptable for you not to be allowed to afford things. Well, people are like, oh, well, how has she been able to live till now? Okay, well, one savings, two, she also lives with a partner. And they don't live in Manhattan. They live in, I think, the Bronx, yeah, which is less expensive than Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, and even less expensive than, I think, Queens. But still expensive. The rent in DC is no fucking joke. Yeah, you were you were saying this on an earlier episode. Yeah, like particularly if she wants to live like near the capital, like a one bedroom apartment, probably easily around two thousand dollars. What? And that's probably a basement. <gasps> yeah. Oh my god. Easy. Very very easy oh and they don't have rent control in dc there's no (laughs) no oh and there's still an affordable housing crisis Hmm. listen they knocked down affordable housing to build an entirely new neighborhood i have i have a lot of thoughts about it yeah um but yeah like dc is very expensive so she's gonna be paying rent in theory in two of the most expensive housing locales in the country so let's say that's roughly four thousand dollars per month in rent between her and her partner wow wow that's crazy wow but then of course there's like people like paul ryan who don't have a residence in dc they live in their office which i have a lot of other thoughts about wow really yeah oh. a lot of congress people live in their offices like because shower because they use the congressional gym they use the congressional facilities to like shower and stuff and they, really yeah because it provides the impression that they're working for the people around the clock oh yeah i thought it was more of an affordable thing and then no. i was like no because paul ryan would no. no yeah so um I, so Vox uh, gives. I'm I'm really liking Vox lately. I think they're doing some good mm-hmm. work. Um, sh- um, so what they said is the message here is twofold. Uh, not only is Ocasio Cortez lying about her working class background, but she's living large while espousing democratic socialist policies by painting Ocasio Cortez as a hypocrite. Scary and other critics are suggesting that when she talks about wealth distribution, she's really talking about enriching herself. So the attempts to paint her as someone pretending to be working class also reveal this deeper, sinister disdain for the working class. If her critics are to be believed Owning professional clothing and growing up in a suburb mean that someone can't possibly be struggling. It doesn't matter where the clothing was purchased or how much the house costs. What matter is what matters is whether someone looks 
poor. Yeah. Yeah. And like, poor is all relative. Yeah. Like, there's poverty, and then there's living paycheck to paycheck. And it points to, you know, a culture, um, and especially a belief on the right, where people who can't afford things like healthcare and housing are to be blamed for their inability to do so instead of blaming failing policies and politicians that make these and and businesses and billionaires that make these things impossible to reach in the first place. So there's like so many layers to this tweet that's scary. By the way, can we talk about the Washington Examiner? Sure. Which is really, really shitty. <laughs> it is, I looked this up on Media Bias Fact Check. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course, it's a right wing, um, conservative um, media entity that is owned by Philip Anschutz. Uh, um, an American billionaire entrepreneur who describes himself as a conservative Christian and is also the owner of the Weekly Standard and has donated millions of dollars to right-leaning causes, including anti-LGBT groups such as the Family Research Council, which has been labeled a hate group. Cool. So... That's where this dude is coming from. And they can't tell the truth, apparently. A factual search reveals a clean fact check record with only half true and mixed claims on their record. Great. So stay clear of the Washington Examiner if you want facts. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine any of our listeners reading the Washington Examiner, but uh, I'm just give- stay woke, y'all. Stay woke, and I'm just giving them. I'm giving readers. I am giving you all facts so that when you see your relatives at Christmas and they talk to you about, oh well, I would read in the Washington Examiner. You say, no, bitch, no, that shit is bullshit, and the people working for that shit is bullshit. And let me tell you how that shit is funded. See, I'm just. I'm just arming with information just so, you know, your 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 less woke relatives and friends perhaps can, you know, you can educate. Great. Anything else you want to say about uh, Eddie Scary? I just I can't what an stop unfortunate saying- name. Oh, it's so bad. It's- oh, my gosh. I get I'm telling you one me too away from catching a charge. This guy. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. watch mm-hmm. watch i just like 2019 won't be your year buddy because <laughs> now people are on to you Oof. Oof. twitter went deep into those tweets i love twitter for that <laughs> i really do y'all are missing out if you're not on oh uh, but you gotta if you need recommendations check uh check out who we retweet yes probably a good uh yes a good baseline you can follow us on twitter yeah follow us on twitter uh, at bad and bitchy we're on instagram at bad and bitchy pod on facebook slash bad and be podcast and email us questions um for our feminist column for the podcast and uh yeah we'll uh, talk to you guys next week oh sorry our email address is bad and be pod at gmail.com and our patreon oh yeah become a patron why not 
you know, you get our snazzy newsletter. Our newsletter is open to everyone. Oh, whoops. Okay, so <laughs> sign up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Support independent feminist media. See, we're giving you shit for free. Yo, it's a lot of work. We are using. Listen, let me just shut out this newsletter because I was doing it for a while and it was a lot of work. And then Amy was happy to take it on and she spends a lot of time um, putting it together. So shout out to Amy for that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a lot of work. We we appreciate it. She spends yeah. about three to five hours probably putting it together. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like that's with us, you know providing the content for her. yeah like pitching in and providing the content for her so shout out to amy for that um basically we are using our collective emotional labor to further a greater cause yeah keep you in the loop and keep you guys in the loop and basically rant about all the shit that you want to rant about and to Help be your collective voice out there in the internet of things. So that does it. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.